0: You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Here we go. I'm live. live.
1: Okay.
2: who's hey, who hey, hey, Halloween? Hey,
0: hey. How's it going?
2: <laughs> We're not, oh, dear God. Okay, so <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks for happy coming Halloween. to our, yeah, 120th happy live spooktacular episode. Uh, in case you're wondering, I'm Ryan Lotti, Gio, <laughs> the great, and <Gio>. not Gio. <laughs> oh.
1: Have you been practicing that all week?
0: Oh my gosh, Nick. I just realized you're drinking something that's old fashioned. That's perfect. Totally. Come on.
1: That's perfect. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fire Peggy right after this meeting.
0: Yes, of course. You have to let all your, beer, your beer go for the evening.
2: Yeah, I live. I'm, I'm going with the whiskey.
0: <laughs>
2: she deserves it. So you're your whiskey. I'm vodka soda. What are you drinking, Mikel?
0: I have a vodka soda and Jason put it in this like blingy wine um, yeah. glass so that it looks like I'm at a masquerade.
1: There you we go. Got, we got to give it up for Jason. He's been, he's, he's making,
2: he's up in your game here like crazy. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he's very excited about it. So and oh. I know all of you guys that are, I want to thank everybody who's in, uh, in the chat room here. I'm seeing Todd Egan. I'm seeing Frederick. Oh, I'm good. seeing Enzo.
0: Good. I'm seeing
2: some, uh, All the usuals. So thanks for coming, joining us live. If you're listening to us later, uh, you're missing out, but maybe you'll make it to the next one. So, um, yeah. So just to start off in the Halloween spirit here, who's uh, seen anything scary lately? I always get into like the proper... I'm I'm a horror movie nerd anyway. Really? And like around Halloween, I get really into the Halloween movies. So. Oh, dude. Okay. That's cool. I need, I, I, yeah.
0: I need to get more into that spirit. I have really, I'm terrible with the horror movies, even if they're cheese.
2: Yeah. I'm not good with okay. them. Okay. So, you guys haven't, I just saw the, the new Ouija movie,
0: mm-hmm. like the,
2: the prequel. Uh, yeah. Okay. The first one was a pile of garbage. Yeah. This one was so freaking creepy. I can't even, really? like, oh, yeah. It was I good. I can't do it. I can't do yeah. that. Oh, there was, I got goosebumps. Like, five times in that movie wow right? okay. yeah, yeah wow wow it oh, stepped it up oh, a couple cool. notches so that's
0: fun and you have to go to that in groups with friends like otherwise it's not enjoyable
2: right right the more the more people you go with the better and the more yeah. screamy yeah. they are the better um, yeah. and i've been re-watching all the saw movies because that's one of my yeah. other guilty pleasures cool. and they make a cool. lot more sense when you watch them all back to back because they're yeah. super intricate plot wise and yeah yeah they Start making a lot more sense when you uh, oh wow see them all in order have but nothing for you guys no Halloweeny saw, kind of I
1: saw that oh, purge
0: the,
2: I, the latest I, purge movie a while back which was kind
1: I'm of back, horrible that's,
0: that's a that horror. purge
1: election day or whatever like that yeah yeah and, um, and then there's we're going to that Halloween haunt thing at the Universal Studios in a few nights which is gonna that scares the crap out of me I hate those kind of things, but I'm, I'm
2: totally oh, yeah. going. I'm totally With The going. guys like they drag the chainsaws on the ground and. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so,
1: but, um, I, I gotta say if, if, if people are looking for a really good movie, there's a movie that I'll give a little plug. We did a movie called Delirium. It's on iTunes. If you want to check it out, it's, it's 2 dollars to rent, but, um, I art directed it a few years back really? and it's on. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, It's one of those, like, a bunch of us got together and decided to do a movie and uh, became (laughs) the craziest project I've ever been on. I don't think I'd ever do it again. I think I'll stick to our design world, but... uh,
2: Yeah, I didn't know you were were an auteur like that. I have a cameo as an FBI (laughs)
1: agent, yeah.
2: Sweet. (laughs) We all got to go out and see that now. So Enzo says, uh, oh, Medea, he was not a... I guess he doesn't Uh-oh. like idea of Halloween. And Enzo yeah. says he just saw Shivers from 1975. Oh shit, that's so a good one. Some of our audiences get yeah. into the spirit too. The so it's a good older thing.
0: ones that are more classic probably top a lot of the latest ones for that. Like that are like that one that he just. Mm-hmm. Tried yeah, from well, so long I, ago. I
2: finally got around to watching the original Halloween. So never saw that one before.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty
2: that. solid. Pretty I good. I think the, like the base the the first Exorcist or like Omen.
1: Those are like the scariest movies I've ever seen because there's no CGI. It's just like, it messes with you so bad. You know, it's pretty amazing. I'm gonna try to put another light on. Hold on for a second. It's getting dark here. Okay.
0: Well, which is is suitable for the mood. What, um, Wes, how do you see people coming in? I I had that on before.
2: Yeah. Just to like apologize to people from, okay. From last time we're a little more limited now. Um, I don't think there's the feature of being able to, like... Okay. The, the, the Q&A feature's gone, so now people just have to type um, from the YouTube page that you're on if you're wondering what to do. Um, <laughs> there's a little chat box on the right, so you're just, you'll yeah. type in a question there. We no longer have the feature of you guys being able to vote the questions up or down. So we're just going to oh. have to oh, kind that of... that
0: was half the fun. Darn. Well,
2: take it up with uh, Google YouTube, Hangouts, Google. which is not yeah. YouTube Live, so you always got to change it up on us but um
0: you know if that's yeah. the case they shouldn't have the iconography available to toggle it on and off
2: yeah well what can you do but Come anyway on, let's Google. all right this live halloween episode is brought to you by videoblocks.com so videoblocks is one of our favorite new things it's an affordable subscription-based stock media site that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage so it's not so much uh, images, it's video, which we hit on all the time. We love it. Um, And there's a great value with the unlimited download model, so basically the way it works is you get unlimited daily downloads from a library of 115,000 plus video clips. Uh, they got After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and everything you need to make a really great video, either for you or your clients. Uh, so on on average, subscribers pay less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. So it's a great deal, and we've got an even better deal for you guys. Um, so basically, they're offering our listeners a year subscription for $99. That's a $50 discount off the usual price tag for you guys only. Uh, that's less than $10 a month, guys, so get on it. Um, so it's basically, it's the same content you'd find in more expensive stock sites at a cheaper price. And they just have a great variety of time-lapses, aerials, um, U.S. and international locations, slow-mo, nature shots, everything you need, and they're always adding new stuff, so it's great. Um, and it's all 100% realty-free, even after the, the subscriptions come to an end. So to get that deal I mentioned, the $99 for a year, you're going to go to videoblocks.com slash deep50. That's videoblocks.com slash deep 50 for this discounted offer. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: Yeah, let's get <laughs> into it
2: because we've already got a few questions here. So, okay, perfect. It uh, looks like the first one is from Enzo and it says, Enzo. I'm t- I'm planning on going freelance full-time or freelance full-time by the end of the year. What would you say are the three most important things I should do? Um, he says, I want to start blogging on a regular basis, but I'm torn between posting on my website uh, posting on Medium and creating YouTube videos, advice. Okay, so going full-time freelance by the end of the year. The first most important thing you need to do, I would say, is start putting yourself out there for clients, mm-hmm. however you're doing that, whether it's SEO, whether it's um, blogging outreach, like you said, or YouTube videos. Um, and I would also have a few things in in the hopper that are a little more, proactive where you can physically kind of go after people rather than waiting on them coming to you. So that's one thing. Do you guys have any other? It's that network.
1: I think your network is pretty important at that point. Let everybody know you're doing it. Uh, for every one person you put that word out, hopefully they are telling two or three other people that they know someone who's doing what you're doing. Um, so get the get the word out that you're doing it for sure. Um, and like you said, I think, you won't have a business unless you have clients. So start finding ways to get creative with how you get them. Are you going directly at particular people in your area? Are you going people in specific industries and put together a package, put together a a nice credentials deck about who you are and what you do and send it to them, put their name on it.
0: That's a good idea. You know,
1: I think, Mm -hmm. I think think what I'm seeing a lot of people talk about on Twitter is this idea of they're getting this, flood email from one person and it's not personalized and it's not uh directed to them so make sure you're telling them exactly if you're going for someone specific make it look like you wrote that that form and that letter specifically for them i think the customized thing is the best thing they don't want it to feel like it's a blanket email that you're sending out to everybody and be picky you know start thinking about who you want to work with who you want to work for um but I like his idea of, I know medium and a few of those other things are really kicking off and I'm seeing people mm-hmm. having some success with posting on there. So just let that, maybe that's an hour of each day, you know, And like you said, Wes, uh-huh. getting it out there, putting the yeah, word out there.
0: Yeah, clock it in so you don't feel overwhelmed and that's mm-hmm. just your goal.
1: Yeah. But and I, yeah, sure.
0: I, other than that, I was going to mention social media and that's a similar respect yeah. that you're talking about. So
1: and make sure that website is perfect you know like you're going to be sending a lot of people to it so go over with a fine tooth comb make sure it has like we always stress that first thing tells you tells them why you mm-hmm. you know why should we go with you and make sure there's a message on there so you're not just another designer with another web page and
0: your different connections with different backgrounds of different age groups of all mm-hmm. different industries is a really good Idea at this point so that you've got people that are older that are tuning into your website and giving mm-hmm. you feedback. Of course, yeah. too many cooks in the kitchen can be annoying, so maybe pick and choose three to five individuals of completely separate backgrounds and yeah. then have them kind yeah. of go through it with your feedback.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, and, and luck, uh, yeah, I good luck. And I would definitely say, you know, content marketing can be key too, especially if you're gearing up to, to going, going full-time later, start writing a bunch of articles, making yourself the expert, getting in front of as many people as possible.
0: Wes has a ton of experience with that. Run it by (laughs) Wes.
2: There's a new hashtag. I'll help out when I can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hashtag
2: run it by Wes. Okay. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, What do we got next? What's the... Enzo said he also recently saw Halloween 3. That's a weird one. That's the one that went off the rails. Uh, it was no longer <laughs> oh. about Michael Myers at that point. That was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But killer Halloween masks, I think. D- if I For remember. sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Pearl127 Pearl says, Anybody upgraded to Sierra yet? El Capitan caused huge issues for me in running Adobe programs, so I'm feeling a little gun shy. Oh,
0: did it?
1: I did yeah, it on I mean, my laptop. I haven't done it on my desktop yet. And uh, no problems yet uh um it seems to be gosh i don't know in the last few upgrades i think we're all probably feeling this like i just don't know sometimes if there's enough value the yeah. the best the only reason i'm doing it now is every time i have to call apple for some specific troubleshooting they're like are you at the latest system and i say no so now i'm i'm only keeping up so when the issue happens i'm up to date with everything i as far as features go, i don't I didn't see that many um well, true I, things
0: I run with. into browser issues if you're not upgraded to the latest and greatest, so it has ramification. It's like this domino effect exactly. if you don't stay up to date, but I always give it this kind of trial period <laughs> to, to get for them to get all the buggies out. I don't know. Yes. i usually I usually wait three to four weeks after the release happens. So Good I idea. have on all my machines, and I haven't had any issues. But I'll tell you, I don't know how many times I've accidentally hit the button to talk to Siri. And that's annoying. (laughs) Because I have to exit out. I haven't utilized. I had to disable
2: I had to disable Siri. How are you? I should
0: probably do that.
1: You were hitting it accidentally?
2: Like in the dock?
1: Well, it would just be for me. I would just
0: have a shortcut key to pull it up. And I don't even know what it is, but I'm clearly hitting it. it.
2: You figured it out somehow. Yeah, I just—I I disabled it because I would I, yeah. literally just—I would hit the home button and it would go right into Siri, even oh, when I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, so. But
1: other than that, there really wasn't. I don't use Mail and I don't use Safari, and I know those were the two biggest upgrades in the in the in the OS. So to me, I, you know, they always say when the beta comes out to try it on a secondary computer. So that's why I only – I
2: do it on my MacBook.
0: I I, I do try to do that too. And right. I,
2: I won't Which risk it. Which yeah. is a
0: good rule. That's a good rule.
2: Yeah. I think the takeaway is upgrades kind of suck. So always yeah, be they the do. Way yeah. wait for way wait for other people to do it first. And and
0: how many of you are just so used to seeing that notification upper right? Oh, that it's on there right now. Even, that you don't even know that it's there. You're oh, wait, so yeah. used to it.
1: My calendar saying I got to join a podcast recording right now. I, I got to leave you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm oh, shit.
2: We, don't, we wouldn't <laughs> want to keep you from that. That sounds really important. Uh oh. That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: I think I even, even <laughs> need to get in costume for that.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, next one from Stephanie Budd says How do you handle new hosting accounts for web clients? Do you set up the account and bill for it, or do you set it up with their billing info? I have a great answer for this. Um, Comes with a caveat, it's like one specific host, and this is not like a plug or anything. Uh-huh. It's just this is why I use them. It's called getflywheel.com. So basically, what they allow you to do is you can set up the, the dummy, like the, the staging server. You can set up the staging site yourself. And uh-huh. then when you're ready to go live, you just transfer it to your client. Ah, okay. email, and they put, then they put in their um, credit card info. And it makes it super easy. I don't know anyone else that does that. I mean, any other companies that do that, but there might be others. Uh, they're kind of built for designers or you know web developers who have to be able to do this for clients. Got it. Yeah. But I've also heard a lot of people that um resell hosting. I don't personally want to do that, but a lot of people make some extra recurring revenue doing that. Cash. Yeah. I think
1: Don Draper would answer that with, "What is a website?"
0: <laughs> um, I think that. That's <laughs> I don't.
2: I don't think he made it to 1995 with the drinking. Okay. No. Yeah.
0: To include that in your, that sounds intimidating to me. I have to be honest. To include that in your business, the the hosting yeah. aspect.
2: Mm-hmm. The only reason why I wouldn't want to do that, and I thought about it, I wanted to do it until I realized, okay, what? So now you have to chase down that money every month. Um, And what if they don't pay it? Now you're the bad guy having to turn their website off. Well,
0: wait, wait, wait. How come come you can't treat it like the, the most of them do and the subscriptions in play with their credit card information and you withdraw on a regular basis?
2: You probably could. But I'm saying what if they what if their credit card was declined one month? What if, um, yeah, I wouldn't want to, like, if I've had a good relationship with a client with their website, I don't want to, I don't want to now be their like angry landlord
0: (laughs) when they're not paying
2: their rent. You know what I mean? And then
0: what do you next hire subcontract out and hire somebody that can be in your collections department? Yeah.
2: Right. And it's not like you're making that much money on hosting every month. So yeah. So hopefully that I mean Stephanie, yeah, I would say true.
0: maybe it only works if you've got like a dozen accounts that are all, you know.
2: Yeah, if you've got a bunch of them, it all adds up to something but, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Stephanie, try look at getflywheel.com. Um
0: and Flywheel, see if, very cool.
2: Yeah. See see what they can do for you. All right. Next one's from Todd Egan. What's up, Todd? He says, Hi guys. Can't Thanks. fit it all in here because hey, was like a character limit. Um awesome. what is your what has been your experience with age bias in the industry, landing design jobs, regardless how good a portfolio is? Um, I don't. I haven't really experienced any of that. Um,
0: this is a. Good I don't, are you saying bias. are you on?
2: The, or do you think you're too old or too young, Todd? I don't really know. So. Um, oh,
0: I was thinking yeah. um, as a matter of too young. Maybe with collaborating with with others, and if for us there's a judgment factor there. Maybe I miss. No, he's, he's
2: he's saying age bias in terms of landing a design job. I think yeah. I, I never think the, really. Yeah, I think the I think work we're is. All in like a, yeah, and I think we're all in that sweet spot of not being too young or too old to ever really get a job. So I just could see it happening now. I saw a great article today that said
1: something about it's it's really about the the work and is it relevant to the times rather than you and your experience. So. Yeah, um, I, I think the dead giveaway sometimes is when you see dated work. That, yes, that's yes. what I think could, could really hurt you in yes. either interview or um, potential client as a, as a solo entrepreneur. So yes. making sure you are up to date, I think, relevancy when it comes to your work. And is it up to date? Is it, does it look today? I mean, I see some people, I'll, I'll get a resume or two, and I don't even have to see a picture of the person you see the art and you kind of go, wow, have you worked in the last 15 years? It, I, it just, it's that rel- it, it's that obvious, yeah. you know,
2: they're sending so, you like etchings on wood of websites.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like- <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I immediately thought of with this question though. I immediately thought of, um, when I was in graduate school, mm-hmm. how many of the students alongside myself were my parents age, if not older. Yeah. And it was when well but granted, it was when the economy took a hit mm-hmm. and there were probably a number of layoffs and they decided to turn to something they had a little bit more passion about, or yeah, you know, who knows what the story might have been. But I thought that was encouraging to be amongst such a diverse student body. Yeah. At that time. So yeah. I think it's encouraging. But as an empl- a potential employer, do you automatically think to yourself, oh, they're probably not up to speed you know mm-hmm. which would be a bummer and that's very discriminating so hopefully not but yeah so you know
1: yeah that, as long as you know you are up to see, up to speed in both work it's
0: one of those industries skills. where as God, long as your yeah. portfolio speaks to that indication that nick just noted i think you're yeah. good yeah. right
2: yeah. i i would say so i think i mean there you know people do their own kind of um, discrimination all the time, like whether we like it or not. Yeah, Um, and I, I could imagine Everywhere. a scenario. I mean, I I could imagine a scenario if I'm interviewing someone who comes in and they're like 70 years old, where it's like, I mean, I wouldn't want to say that, but I mean, no, but no, but, Todd, no, you're being Todd realistic. Todd does not look like he's 70 either. I mean, he, <laughs> no, you're little, being like,
0: realistic. I would say, yeah. I I would say if you're in your um, lower 50s, you're still legit, totally yeah. legit yeah. for, yeah. yeah.
2: Or even like yeah, I. I, From what I can tell from your little profile picture, Todd, I don't think you have much to worry about. (laughs) um, Yeah,
0: it's hard to tell. You're just adorable. Don't worry. (laughs) It, but Um,
1: it's the work is more important. And hey, if someone's going to judge you for the other part, you don't want like we say before, you don't want to work with them. So right, make sure you are are just as polished as anybody else when it comes to the work side and the and you know and even just how you project yourself too? the enthusiasm, the, the, the love of what we do. I think those things speak better volumes than, um, how you might look if it's, if it's a, if there's a fear there. I remember my, one of my first jobs we worked with, I had a guy two cubicles down that was 72. I'll never forget this guy. Oh, and he wow. was still the best line art character drawing a drawer I've ever seen in my life. And That's cool. we, we gave him a Mac. We found an old Mac that was like, kind of like, this screen and that CPU and put it together. This dude was often running and scanning his own work and on Photoshop within like months. So it's kind of like,
2: it's your attitude. It's, it's really, it really is. And when I say that thing about 70 years old, like, yeah, there's always exceptions. It's just, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's kind of a, um, it's, it's a predisposed like prejudice we have, I guess. I don't know. We just think older people don't know technology, but it's not always the case. So, um, all right, cool. The next one comes from, Go Felipe, Graphic Design. Felipe. Um, yeah. Sounds very softer. Uh, yeah. I like this question. Oh, um, I think as, I'm
0: connected with him. I think I'm connected with him on LinkedIn or something. I that's bet familiar, you are. That's familiar to me.
2: <laughs> I bet that, you that's are. That's exciting. Uh, so he says, as a generalist, how do you define your target audience? I love this question because mm. um, I don't really niche, as you know. Like, I don't really have an industry or anything like that. Yeah. Um, my niche, however, is, is what I do. It's the kind of work I do and I've recently kind of figured out you got to qualify your prospects. So um, the way I define my target audience now is I know, I now know what kind of businesses can afford what I do and will not kind of bat their eyes on my prices. Not that I'm like that high end, but I'm, I'm higher end than I more high end than I used to be. So I go for any company that is um, they may have to make more than a million dollars a year in revenue. And they have to not be, I always ask the question on my, fill out my, my contact form now, uh, describe your organization. And there's like several different checkboxes, one being startup. Mm-hmm. If you check that, I'm probably not going <laughs> to work with you. I, I love a startup. Uh, although I love there, the,
1: there could be something really amazing that makes you want to stick to it. It's just good to know.
2: Sure. Yeah. But, and, and I think I need to refine that now to more like, I need to say funded startup. And then I need to have another thing. It says I have an idea for a business because those guys I can't work with. Right out. Yeah. They have no money. what what?
0: the startup thing. That's a tough call. I am engaged with a startup Mm
2: -hmm. and they're
0: becoming one of my biggest clients. And they just this morning said the website's yours. We, we don't have enough design in house do what you want. And I'm um, a part of their analytics and I'm seeing that they're extremely successful. And, and after every single trade show, their prospects are looking ridiculous. So I'm just super excited about it. I don't. I wouldn't say that's ordinary. I, there's a lot of it's, startups it, that, That's that are, an
1: exception. That's quite an there's exception. There's a lot of startups. Yeah. I mean,
0: these are techie, and they're young, and they know what they're doing. They're all data analysts, and yeah. they've got their own app, and they're extremely smart – but then there's the startups that are like, oh, we're running a non-profit. We're extremely passionate about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: You can't, and I, those aren't as dependable.
2: Right. And to, to your point, Mikkel, there are always exceptions. I and mean, I wouldn't yeah. say that there's, because mm-hmm. like I just finished a website for a startup and they were fantastic. But um, it's, it's kind of more one of those things where the, the, the norm is generally that they can't afford it. So mm-hmm. I will, I will not exclude them automatically, but I'll definitely have some more questions for yeah. them rather yeah. than if they, if they tell me they've got hundred employees and they've been around since 1980, uh, I don't have quite as many kind of, um, suspicious questions yet yeah. before I get yeah. into everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So in short, to define your target audience, you need to ask yourself who can afford you, where are you know, where are they, what, and really get in in your head about the, um, the whole persona exercise Mm -hmm. that helps a lot. I do that with my clients now,
0: get engaged uh, and meet up with them if you can.
2: Yeah. And like, I, I do personas for my clients and I've come up with a persona for my own uh, audience. So that really helps to define it to make sure that they're worth your time. Cause it's always a little bit of a, um, you know, you have, you have to invest some time up front. So make sure they're, yeah. they're worthy. Do you guys have any th- advice on that? I think you, you got to go with the way. Um, I think sometimes
1: there's a deliberate path and there's a natural path. And I've been trying the deliberate path, and that's been in the food, packaging, beverage, uh, health, and wellness, because that just seems to be. I looked at kind of what has been the most successful stuff of the past th- two years, and that's where I kind of play. And I, so I played there, but all of a sudden, all these other opportunities came in that were different. I'm not going to say no to them. I have my criteria, right? You know, I have my rules, like you were saying. They have to yeah. meet a certain threshold and this and that. So I'm not going to say no to it if it meets all that. So it's a little tough. I mean, I really would love to be in that world. And I think my goal is that I've been trying to say in the next two years to really pinpoint and be more in the um, retail execution food and beverage, uh, consumer goods packaging. That's really what has been the the bulk of the business. So you have to pull to, what do you have the best case studies on? What do you have the best? What can you talk the talk with the most? And, and truly that is the stuff that you will shine with. I think in any of our worlds, whatever we feel we are the best at, we can talk that and, and really sell it better than any other area. So it's smart to think that way, but other stuff's going to come, you know, I, yeah. I, I think because there's that natural path of where you hit too.
0: So this is also interesting to kind of absorb. Um, mm-hmm. And I like this about the diversity amongst the three of us. In fact, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. So cheers. West. cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> we didn't even cheers yet. There we go. Oh, you cling. know, we hadn't. <laughs> clingy,
1: cling, oh, clingy, clingy.
0: Cling, cling. Here we go. Cling.
1: See, his question brought us together. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. So, Wes has has since I've known your website has that um, form field form field questions questionnaire mm-hmm. I've ne- I've never done anything like that I get a number of referrals so in that respect based on the rela- the relationship it's a read on oh who referred me if mm-hmm. I trust that person Sure so yeah. it, it can work so many different ways. Mm-hmm. That is the way the way that I take read. Wes's read is by way of all, all these number of like excellent questionnaire um, questions, of course. So it can work so many different ways. It's so interesting to me. And then not only by email, but once we get on the phone or video chat, then you've got even more of a demeanor read thereafter, awesome. right?
2: Yeah, yeah, and then the question becomes: It's more about trusting your instincts because yes. you'll, you'll, even to this day, I like to think <laughs> I really trust my instincts and I know when to say no. But every now and then,
0: shit happens, man.
2: You'll, I'll still get the, yeah. I'll be tempted to go after something that I kind of feel isn't right. Yeah, so, uh, always trust that. Isn't that I,
0: interesting? If, if, if you, you're, yeah. there's even a little bit of a question, or and you go to bed thinking, all right. Then yeah. probably
2: not yeah yeah, yeah. You, you get better as you go so um yeah. yeah hopefully that was what you were looking for felipe Good question yeah yeah okay. i love
0: that question go so, felipe
2: go felipe. <laughs> <laughs> so eric allen is our next question he says web graphics such as pngs and jpegs that are exported from indesign generally look much lower in quality than they do when exported from photoshop yes, have you encountered do. the same yeah. issue if so, yep. what are your workarounds? See, I'm not the InDesign guy, so this is on you too.
0: Okay. I'm going to sit
2: back and drink, drink my uh-huh. beverage.
0: Um, Nick, do you want to go or do you want me to take it <sighs> first?
1: i I've Gosh, my print world has been, uh, in, as far as PSDs and things that go within the, the templates and the things I've been working on, they usually demand a particular quality when it comes – because I don't do a lot of web. So I know my certain area of where I've got to be with print is a certain DPI, a certain you know, CMYK, and making sure they're scaled to the right size. And those, that's my formula, and it works. So I think this is more pinpointed it to uh, images that are more via um, online and on web, correct?
0: No, it's print-ready.
1: It's all print-ready?
0: That's why Wes is out.
1: Ah, okay. Then.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's exporting yeah. from InDesign.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. I do. I'm I'm 100% illustrator, so that's my.
0: Oh, are you? That's my
1: different. Yeah, I don't do a oh. lot of publication or um, anything that needs. So I'm strictly because of packaging and mostly the fact that it needs to be multi-dimensional. I stick to, yeah. and most of my vendors and my in the print people want an AI file for that. Uh, So that's where I'm... Oh my
0: gosh, that's so interesting. Most of my vendors, I have noticed their print production team will convert my AI files to InDesign, even if it's just a poster or a... um,
2: Interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah, or just a a coupon for that matter. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that says a lot about people's preferences for a program. I think a lot of times people will use the wrong program for the job, just because they're kind of more comfortable with it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that, maybe so. But I think from a pre-press perspective, InDesign has all the pre-flight actions. It's it's huge in that respect. You're right. The InDesign is you know, extremely robust in yeah. that respect.
2: So, so do you have any workarounds for that, Mikkel?
0: Yeah. So, um and we've discussed this with Sketch, even it it applies to a number of programs. So you know certain application programs that have their high point,
2: uh-huh.
0: and you you have to you have to work around them. So anything that I export out of InDesign, um, I release the files to the vendor that way but I utilize source files and illustrator and, and Photoshop in the Mm -hmm. internet because the quality is that much better, especially for presentation purposes. So Mm -hmm. this um, listener asked a really good question because the quality is not great when you export out that's similar with illustrator even still. So yeah, I'll I'll place whatever in that I need to for layout purposes, Mm -hmm. but when I'm providing a mock-up, per, per se, I'll, I'll export it out and then play, play with smart objects that's got oh, optimal okay. quality. Yeah. Photoshop, for example, and then send that for review. Yeah.
1: One, one thing I know on my side, what I've been doing too, is when in, I've been linking to Dropbox when sending proofs out. So like, let's say I'm sending a PDF, PDF to a client. I used to do the PDF and I send it as an attachment, right? Now what I can do is actually link to a Dropbox um, file. So it's not an attachment and I can make it a higher quality PDF. So I'm finding yeah. what I've done is I've streamlined a lot of that issue where it's like, hey, this looks all great. But the, the file looks absolutely horrible because I dropped yeah. it down to like a 300K. In email. order to send
0: over email. So, so that's now that's really it's no different from yeah. prototyping via Envision app, yeah. like yeah. what we were talking about earlier, Wes, yeah. with yeah. one of the other episodes. Yeah, It's, mm-hmm. the, same, it's the same principle. Yeah. And okay. uh,
1: that would be, cool. yeah. So that to me, I've been finding that to be great. Also to making sure I'm in my actual files that I'm actually at the exact size that it needs to be. If it's placed on a panel, that's two and a half inches. I make sure it's two and a half inches and it's 300 DPI. So like making things to scale. I, I, I think it's just a matter of seeing what different vendors and people ask of you when you send your work. It's, that has been the best education by far is what people ask you to do when you've them the work, you know? Which is really good. So I think it's a to, on my end, it's been a learn by process because uh, it's been mostly AI rather than InDesign. Hmm. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, hopefully this this person follows up. Yeah. This is about ex- exporting. Exporting. Process. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. And it was from InDesign specifically.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Hopefully, you were
2: able to help there a little bit better than I was <laughs> for Eric. There. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm not much of an importer-exporter, so I don't really... Yeah. This is for you guys. Um, Okay, just want to remind anyone who's new, maybe, in the room, if you want to ask a question, the chat box is on the right. Ask any question you want in there. All right, so next we got... uh, Enzo says, what design-related YouTube channels do you guys watch, if any? Um, Oh, yeah. That's a good question. I don't watch too many design related ones, like in terms of the, like, and if I do, it's not really anyone's specific channel. It's just, I'll just type in what I need Mm -hmm. to quickly learn how to do right then. Um, I, I I definitely tend to watch more kind of like marketing videos, like in terms of like internet marketing, Facebook ads, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I trust my design sense and um, I can kind of figure out how to do little things. Like if you're, if you're talking like a t- tutorial, I can figure that out. Um, but mm-hmm. I tend to watch things that kind of teach me how to kind of do a new skill, like, like the Photoshop ads or, or not Photoshop, Facebook ads. Um, anything like that. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, do you guys use I'm the YouTube? same
1: way? I, I, it's funny when he answered asked the question, I was thinking, I look at everything but design on YouTube. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Um, I like things that kind of are help me with a break in my day and something that's not design related. I love cars. I love different things like that. So I I love okay. a lot of car blogs and stuff. So it's more of a break for me. But you're right. I don't think I look to someone's design process or skill on YouTube as a kind of a. Um, an advice thing. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there and I know some people, some of my students watch a few of them and kind of dig them. I think it's, it's a personal preference thing with like anything on YouTube. Um, I've got clients that are huge YouTubers and I'm learning this, this whole world out like, like through them, which is pretty amazing. So I'm observing YouTube more than anything. I think it's a, an incredible tool. Um, I wish I had somebody that I could say, um, I trust
2: and like, but, um, there's, I know there's a lot out there. Yeah. There's one guy who I watch a bunch of his videos now and then, and I, I, I don't want to click out of it because I'm afraid to lose the chat here. Um, I may have to link to it later, but yeah. And like I say, when I, when I want to learn how to do something specific, like within Photoshop or whatever, Mm -hmm. I just, I just search for it within there every now and then I'll find someone who's got a lot of great content and I'll kind of subscribe to them, but God, I'm, I'm blanking on anyone's specific name right now. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. If I'm learning an application program for the first time, I turn to YouTube by and large for tutorial purposes, but I don't really turn to it, uh, in sense of the, you know, design industry other than that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one's from Pearl one, two, seven. It says recommendations for in-person meetings. If you work out of your house is a coffee shop too unprofessional. No, I used to do that. Hell yeah. Like when I, when I used to live in West Hollywood, I would meet people at the Starbucks Mm -hmm. a lot. Like I I would definitely generally try to steer away from those in-person meetings. I would rather do it on Skype just because it does feel a little more businessy that way than it. And I, I know yeah. a lot of people really value yeah. that face-to-face meeting. So if, if you really do, or if your potential client really does, then that's fine. And I think a Starbucks is just fine for that.
1: Yeah. It's so much more, great guys, for that. Yeah. It's so much more common now. I think we're accepting that, which is great. I know in LA there are, and I'm sure there's, they're all over the place, but, Shared office spaces do um, offer either conference rooms or offices by the hour. So if you can find somewhere local that, if you really do want to impress that person and take them to something that's beyond just a typical Starbucks, there are those the WeWorks and all those different places like that that are throughout the country. Um, But if that's I never I
2: never knew you were by the by the hour room kind of guy, Nick. (laughs) Oh. I only know because my office is in a shared space. So, like to
1: me, I get to I I've invited a lot of people in when they say like I just need a spot to meet with a person for an hour and a half and really impress them. And I tell them about our spot, and they can come in and they can use our conference room. They can use the cafe, whatever. And it's it just seems a little one step above what a Starbucks is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But sure. to be honest with you, I had students that went for job interviews. And it turns out to be at a Starbucks. So, if that doesn't tell you how we're oh, all—that's
0: not uncommon either. Yeah, no, we're, we're totally yeah.
1: we're totally adapting to this yeah. world of everyone yeah. working so virtual. So, um, don't if that's all you've got, and and specifically budget wise, don't worry about it. Don't mm-hmm. worry
2: about it. And I'd say if it's a big client, I've never done this power move, but like take him out to lunch. Perfect. Like if it's a big client, if it's like a good one to land, then maybe that's maybe that's what we do. Be cheaper than a rental somewhere. So you yeah, know, do it, that's and it, a great and it feels like a very Don Draper thing to do, right? <laughs> Have a drink, exactly. You know, Three Martini a little... lunch, a ribeye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, hey, talk. it's how Wes and I interviewed each other to a bar. That's, that's
2: great. true. <laughs> I,
0: um, I I always like love
2: it first sight.
0: I love it first sight in its own way. I always love the idea of going to when people recommend something other than Starbucks. Like really are you kidding me? We're, we're going to meet at a Starbucks. So I always like to read character. We're like, this place is great. It's my go-to. The neighborhood is awesome. And then I'll see, yeah. and then I'll see there's a little bit of personality kick with yeah. that recommendation.
1: Well, it's like you okay. and I, um, uh, Mikael, when we met in Chicago, we didn't go to a Starbucks. We went to an intelligentsia coffee. Well, Come sh- on. that's true. See and that we- I
0: love. I love that. <laughs> I love that.
2: We knew.
1: We knew. Come
2: on. And then we went to Corner Bakery, (laughs) which is, yeah. Well, true. We're not that cool, guys.
0: (laughs) With with our boy Scott. That
1: that new place, Panera Bread. That was amazing.
2: Oh, sounds fancy. It's the fanciest $9 sandwiches in the world. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, from Frederick. He says, my workflow has some problems in forms of everyday distractions, I work on the same machine that I use for playing games and watching movies Oh It's sometimes hard to separate work from all the other entertaining things I can do instead. Do you have any voodoo trick that you use to help <laughs> yourself not falling for the temptation? Good question, um, man. Wow. Yeah, Voodoo: so Putting a spell on, voodoo spell on you right now to... damn. Yeah. You know, you're,
1: you're your own boss, That's man. True. You, you got to yeah. separate it. You got to separate use, it. We
0: um, use the HDMI cable to hook up my MacBook Pro all the time to run on our um, big on screen our TV, on our TV in the living mm-hmm. room. Yeah. And yeah. I know better. I don't even touch that for work unless I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. So, sure. but you know what? That's a little stuck up of an answer because that just <laughs> assumes you can afford it. So it, it's a tough call. Like, because you're right, a rich be, girl. You need to be able to balance your life, and yeah, we all do. We all need to yeah. be able to do that.
1: I, I wonder too. I, I'm assuming just because of the power of the computer, he's using it for both the gaming and the the graphics. So I get that, but like, gosh, if you you really just got to you got to kind of delegate yourself and put yourself saying these hours I'm doing this. And my reward will be an hour of the gaming at the end of the day, or something yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, Put yourself on the timer. There's a, that there's
1: a distraction that any of us can do. I, you know, yes. we, can, we can all take off and mo- get out of the office and do something yeah. that we really want to do in the middle of the day. For so for some think of it's it, laundry, yeah.
0: for others it's gaming. Yeah,
1: try to think of it that way. That like, you know, just set yourself up. Make sure you only do that after you've done all of the things. I'm a big checklist fan. I think we've talked about this before. Having that list and and. No fun happens until that list is kind of like at least complete.
0: Yeah, I know, can't tell you how many times it's like I'm seeing 445 on my screen. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to complete this <laughs> illustration. I'm going to import it into Sketch yeah. and then I'm done. Like, right. I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm done.
2: Well, and I'm guilty as well of like taking little breaks, mm-hmm. like watching a YouTube video or something or that's smart, something like that. But I, I don't think I would ever like, put on Netflix and just like watch a movie from start to finish on my computer. It's the, I've that's the right TV for, for me, but you're gone. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So oh, it's just a matter of, no. yeah, just don't no. tempt your discipline. Don't well, yeah. tempt it's not yeah.
0: as appreciative when you actually have the break. So I'll force myself to spend yeah. PR for that reason. Like mm-hmm. sure. to, to keep listening on something that's yeah. educational and somewhat entertaining with Trump and Clinton, by the way. And then, that way I can still keep working.
1: Oh, you went because there. Right. You, you
2: went there.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I'm surprised nope. that none of you have already.
2: I, I,
1: don't, I don't want to open that can of worms.
2: <laughs> We're not getting political on this show.
0: No, but um we
2: can't. By <laughs> by weather, way, no weather,
0: no weather
1: and way. no political. By the way, it has
0: to be it has to be mentioned that one of our nights for recording the live show was on the last presidential debate night. And I was like, Oh boy, I think we might be losing people.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we, we, we scheduled it away from that for sure.
0: The entertainment That's more is important too high. Are you kidding? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Frederick, um, yeah, listen, just listen to us in the background while you're working. How about that? Good compromise, right? Yep. And a <laughs> self-serving answer for us. <laughs> Five-star um, review,
1: please. Thank you. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, Eric Allen says, more of a request than a question, but you guys should put together a show Spotify playlist. Ooh. If, I, if I knew how to do that, I would.
0: No, 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 no. This Our own awesome. versions. This is awesome idea. And uh, relative paths of UK, they run their own podcast. I they that's one of their main nav menu items. So So okay. um, it just says.
2: I saw you were on their show. You little cheat.
0: No, <laughs> well, I was a guest. You're that's she- the only time I've ever been a guest on anything since you're I met cheating you. Cheating on us? Ah.
1: I know. That's some a- someone <laughs> on a. Someone followed me and I wrote back to them. They're like, Oh, Mikhail's on our show. I'm like, Oh,
0: (laughs) it was so fun. So they just put playlist next to blog and you hit playlist and it goes to their Spotify account.
1: Kind of like go to like uh, music and, um, playlists for when we work, I'm assuming, you know?
0: Yeah. What, what you recommend, what, what works for you. And I get it. I'm curious, like, what do you listen to? When mm-hmm. depending on the deliverable, like I'm all over the yeah. map. I, mean, I, I think he
2: wait. I think he's talking about a, a a playlist of some of our episodes. Is that what you're saying, Eric? You might have oh, to because co- it says to put together a show wish. Spotify or maybe or no, maybe it just means music. a Spotify playlist. Yeah, just for the show. Okay. Yeah. Arm, yeah. Taste of music. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Which is a read into the personality that much more. Sure. So. I'll be rocking out heavy metal depending on the deliverable that I need to get out compared exactly. to like Adele in the morning. I'm all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: I, got, I, I love that. I think I totally it's kind agree. of fun to share. You, you know, know what I do? Yeah.
1: You know what I where I learn my music is from my students. It's hilarious. I let them play uh DJ in class the other day, and this one girl put on this fantastic mix, and it was like soulful something. It was like um Edda James and like Ray Charles and all those cool and I was like the class loved it like oh it was, fun it was really good so you like you should do a rotation I save
0: amongst everybody Nick
1: and I save every one of those that is
0: awesome that's
1: the beauty god I love Spotify yeah I, and for that oh. reason alone it's so cool like yeah and there's great brainstorming playlists and there's great like there's one called brain food that's really good that's mostly in- instrumental so mm-hmm. if you're looking for something that kind of plays different those are really yeah. good But you're right. I think it would be cool for all of us to put our um, recommendations and I get that. I
0: I use Amazon Prime and I just stream stations through them. I'm sick of Pandora. So it's Spotify and Amazon Prime Digital. Nice.
2: I only listen to Tidal. That's it.
0: Oh, I- <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're kidding, right? I'm kidding. I don't. I don't think anyone listens to. Time. I don't think anybody does but, except
1: for Beyonce. But anyway, this yeah. is not a
2: music show. I'm sure. I think we have more questions to get to here. No, so, but, um, that's an interesting but good, it's a good question,
1: Eric. Yeah.
2: Well, we should see about doing that. I don't know if anyone will like my taste in music, but we can see. Um, I will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, it's time to talk a little FreshBooks. So basically, FreshBooks is our favorite thing in the world. It allows us to be designers because we are not accountants. We don't like getting involved in invoices. We just don't like doing it. So basically, FreshBooks is there to do it for you and let you get on with what you do best, which is designing and running your own design business. So it makes it easy to send invoices and keep track of your expenses um, come tax time Really easy to use, it only takes about 30 seconds to send out an invoice, start to finish, and you can customize the colors, you add your logo, and it comes up with uh, the color scheme based on your logo, and you can see when an invoice has been looked at, when it's been paid, and you can set up those automatic payment reminders so you don't ever have to feel like the bad cop chasing down your money, which is great, um, and basically they've redone the the ui from the ground up it's brand new so the brand new freshbooks dashboard has just been curated to answer one burning question for any small business owner any design owner how is your business doing you can see exactly uh, the state of how many invoices have been paid how many are outstanding all that good stuff so no more guessing on your part Uh, you'll know how you stand if you're in the red or the black and if you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks award-winning customer service is a super helpful, uh, very friendly, no attitude, and a real-life person usually answers the phone in three rings or less. Um, it's hard to find to get, hard to get people on the phone these days, so FreshBooks is amazing for that. And we've got a deal one month free for our listeners. You don't even need a credit card to sign up. Who does that? That's awesome. So go to freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and then enter deeply graphic and the how did you hear about us section. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: Enzo it- says,
2: what are your thoughts on pointing potential employers to your design business site as opposed to having a separate portfolio site? Oh, okay. So you're, you're a freelancer, but you're trying to get like a jobby job. Do you point them to your freelance site or should it just be a separate site with just your work on it? Yeah, I think Enzo, I think... This Both. is my two cents. I think you should have uh, that other secondary separate. portfolio site. Um, the good news is with that, you can make that like super easy on like Squarespace or something like that. Do that on Behance, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and the portfolio is for free. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do a, do a like a little thought out about me section. Do your mm-hmm. best work. It has um, to be
1: separate. It has to be. separate. Yeah.
2: I, I would still say though, still keep case studies. Like, still kind of explain your work. Even on that, like using the, the, yeah, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but for a website for potential clients, it needs to be much beefier.
1: Oh, and it It has to be, needs to have a
2: lot of the right kind of persuasive copy. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought
1: about that too, because it's like, if I, I don't have that, that non-company company company site, uh, except for probably Behance. If, if anyone mm -hmm. was to look at me and say, you look at you as an individual, but you, you're so right. Your whole um, approach and your whole um, the copy that you write for a company page and for going after business is totally different than what you write for yourself as an individual. So yep. yeah, I don't think my, a hybrid works. It really. My doesn't. drink
2: is empty. I'm going to refill it.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mikkel, what do you think? Same idea?
0: Yes.
1: You can't have one that works for both. I don't know. Mm-mm.
0: No, I mean, not in my opinion, but
1: it doesn't make sense. And and the fact that things are free now, you can literally do uh, an Adobe portfolio for free and based on Behance, and that could be your individual. And if you still have a business one,
0: Um, yeah, I still, I mean, for, for inspiration, I, I go to Behance just as much as I just Google stuff. Same here. I absolutely use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it.
1: I, I got to tell you, I, I do know a lot of people who are getting business based off of what they put on Behance.
0: Yes, so yeah, I have t- too. Don't,
1: don't think it's just think other it's, artists.
0: Don't you think it's our Pinterest, our nerdy Pinterest? It <laughs> is. I don't do uh, – gosh, I, I can't get into Pinterest. I've tried so hard. <laughs> Me neither. I haven't, I haven't either. I feel a little bit guilty about that, but – Yeah, Um, Wes. We were just saying that I I,
2: I heard. I was listening in. Okay, I've heard everything. He's got Sono speakers all around the house. You know, I got the cans on.
0: (laughs) Oh, true. Oh, do you feel like Behance is our version of Pinterest in a way?
2: Well, for inspiration, I I don't go on Behance that much. I go on Pinterest more for inspiration. Um, Maybe I should. Maybe I should change that up. Yeah, but or think,
0: use them both maybe and see yeah. what
1: you think. Yeah, in a client I, world, in a client world, I think I've used Pinterest a lot more and we've been saving um, particular uh, albums on there. Moodboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for us, like last night, it was literally driving me crazy on a new logo and I had no ideas flowing. And Dribbble and Logo Lounge and all those are my go-to when it comes to that. So – yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I think it's like Behance has become that that and Behance too has become that whole area where what are other designers doing? What are they doing? And they're yeah. talking to other designers.
2: Sure. And and I think that the reason you want to have that for your for potential employers is because um I got this advice pretty soon when I was trying to look for an actual job when I was yeah. a little younger. They basically say they an employer does not want to hire um the kind of designer who wants to go out on their own. You're right. They, they want it. They want you to feel like an employer wants to feel like you're going to be there just for them. Yes. And a lot of times they don't even want you doing freelance on the side. Like you'll, you'll, you'd have to hide it from them. So um, generally if you can steer them away from thinking you're, you're trying to get freelance work, that's yes. going to work out better for you.
1: Make a decision on that. I think you can't be either or you gotta if you're going after full-time jobs, you can't have a website on there that's like, you know, me the business. It 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 just doesn't
2: work. Mm-hmm. They wanna know either way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the good news is you can do it pretty quick, I think. So mm-hmm. um okay, so the next question is from Stephanie Budd. She says, For those of you who have moved, any tips for introducing your business to your new community? I joined my chamber of commerce, but I'm wondering if you have any other ideas. Um, yeah, well, this, this is... You guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've moved... Mikal, I don't really have anything for this because... Do, I do just, you feel it's more... Do you feel there's a advantage or disadvantage
1: with being in a different city? Because I think a lo- I've seen you guys move so effortlessly and almost... I'm assuming you've probably kept a lot of clients that you had even in different locations.
2: Yeah. Well, we're living in a new world. Yeah. Where you don't have to... We're not bound by... Like where we can drive. Yes. To find clients. Like I I still get most of my clients from LA because my SEO still performs in LA, like better than it does in Chicago yet. So yeah. yeah. And the the good news is it doesn't matter. Like I can get LA people calling me all day long. I've only ever had I think I've only had like two that have been like, Oh, you don't live here? Never mind. But almost everyone else, they just don't care yeah yeah
1: yeah so and and then you gotta decide do you want to be only working on things that are in your neck of the woods, or are, can you be a, a bigger throw that net bigger out there and and go yeah. after people that doesn't matter where the location is?
2: yeah, it doesn't matter, like I would no. say like one of the best pieces of advice I can give to anybody I don't follow it myself, mm-hmm. um but when you're a nit- when you're in like a super narrow niche, now all of a sudden you can work your location doesn't matter at all. No. You know, like if you, if you do websites for, I'm going to
0: mute so I don't have to get up and ask Jason to bring me another glass.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Very play, very play. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But if you can narrow yourself down to a niche, then it's like, then you just kind of SEO yourself out for, Mm -hmm. for, Whatever that niche is, yeah. and then you just go after you find where those people hang out online, mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn groups. You market yourself that way. But yeah. I mean, it sounds like she just wants to introduce her business to the new where yeah. she lives now. Um, you know, I, be- ha- I've i <laughs> never really done that. What I've done is gone to mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones I've gone like I've gone to a lot of like LGBTQ mixers, which are just that's a, cool. Ex- but it's just an excuse. It doesn't really work in business. Like it's literally just. A oh. chance to get dressed up and drink and meet people. Like that's <laughs> yeah, like that it's, it's much Chicago, more of a meat market. Before we yeah. went
0: to the Irish bar, what was that called, you guys?
1: Fado. Fado. No,
0: yeah. the, where we were prior.
1: <laughs> oh wait, you're telling oh. everybody we drank at multiple places? Oh, that was yeah. so
0: much fun. Well, <laughs> I made a posting about it.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, right. I don't remember what that place is called, but yeah, That's mixers are nice. kind of a little. Um... And it was oh, a little bit... That was the die line. They did their um, best of. Yeah. Uh, um, yes, correct. That was yeah. a cool place. It was like a speakeasy. Remember? Yeah, it was. That was cool. Mikhail, <laughs> so you, at Mikhail, so like, I want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, please, you guys are welcome
1: any old time.
0: My glass of wine.
1: But <laughs> back, back to the question, though if if this person is strictly looking at business local, it's just like everything else. Show your best work. Get out there, get in front of them, let them know you're in town, right? It's like yep. uh, all of this stuff is universal. So just make sure you're letting people know you're here. I think a lot of people do in small towns still want to know that you are local and you're a point person. So like, if, you can, if that's the, the added value you bring, you know, let them know for sure that that's, that's something they'll get with you. Just yeah. a thought. Um, Um,
0: I, I, I definitely didn't, don't run into this in the Pacific Northwest, but when we were out in Salt Lake, there were a number of, um, client contacts, potential client contacts that were adamant about sourcing out somebody local. They only wanted to be engaged from a business standpoint with somebody from the area. Mm -hmm. They were a little bit. It's interesting. They were a little bit like Seattleites, only wanting to eat local farm-raised cow. Yeah, it's like, like
2: <laughs> it's like Portlandia all over yes. again. Yeah, it was right interesting.
0: Up. It was interesting, but super. Uh, I and I would never have said, "Oh, we're leaving in a couple months. Is that okay?" You'd be like, <laughs> the, oh, why, like, yeah, why? I completely Don't, support yeah. that. That's excellent. Right. And then you know, I like people that are passionate about that. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah. It is
2: cool, except for I will say, and not to dog anybody who wants to source local. That's all good, but I do think in a lot of cases, when I, when I've encountered this, from um, where they they really want you to be there, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a control thing. A lot of times,
0: um, they want yeah. It on the personal I mean, but I totally know what you mean. I totally yeah, know what you yeah. mean.
2: They they want to be able to like almost drop by your office and like yeah. stand over your shoulder yeah, while you yeah. work sometimes. Oh, like, and that not, might not be the right people you you're with
0: a than, sorry. If you don't juice, I'm not a, but, anyway. <laughs> but, um, but nonetheless um, it's, that's the industry. It's a virtual mm-hmm. industry. So yeah. y- have you guys um been interactive with Link- uh, LinkedIn pro? Yes. and that whole—I've not okay.
2: done LinkedIn Pro now.
0: So, haven't you noticed when there's a preference for those that are local versus those that travel to me, or I travel to you, mm-hmm. or if it's okay to maintain a virtual relationship? All of them say I'm absolutely okay with a virtual yes. relationship. They know yeah.
1: if they they're know. already if they're already on LinkedIn, which is a social community online, they're going to be more than welcome to be. Not what, worry about oh, where you're. Where you're local. So it's always
0: my dad, but I can see him saying, yeah. "Do you mind driving 300 miles?" Because,
1: <laughs> but you, yeah, but
0: but nonetheless, it's totally true.
1: But how many of you? What's the percentage of both of your clients that are in your hometown?
0: Well, yeah. now that we're back in Tacoma, I, I, most of them are are in the area. I met with a number of them right like but when we moved in, in which whole, was refreshing right but but yeah no Mm -hmm. you're right and you know my long-standing clients we have video conference every monday wednesday or every tuesday or whatever it is Mm
1: -hmm. and it
0: just works it's just great
1: it there's a great uh, flexibility between both and i i like the ones that are close by they can come to the office we can meet yeah but ones that aren't there's a great flow and it's up to you sure. to kind of make sure that that's yeah. still working. You know, they
0: know you in their own way. It's been a long, yeah, yeah. It, it can work. Yeah. That's yeah. great.
1: Totally. And sometimes yeah. too, if you're on different time zones. I wondered about a, that I mean, a, for
0: you. So by and large, well, most of your clientele is still from the, the Cali area. Me? No, for Wes, since he's oh, moved.
2: No. Yeah. It, it pretty much all is. It, okay. Up to, up to this point. Um, as much as as hard as I've worked to get my SEO online <laughs> in Chicago, I'm just now on the first page of Google. Um, but even but that,
0: you worked your ass in Hollywood too, and that is working. That was for you a lot easier.
2: Still. Yeah, well, yeah, but that was an easier to get for whatever reason. Film I don't and know video why.
0: though, no, you you kind of felt like that area was more film, like the the. Yeah but yeah. well, it's
2: it kind of sucks because i mean i love my clients that i'm getting but i just i really have to screen them because um la as i i think i've mentioned on the show before is it's not really a businessy town i find like i get a lot of okay it's a lot of film production a lot of like yeah a lot of Sixteen-year-old wannabe music artist saying, "I think I need a website."
0: Yeah, um, that's it's not, not
2: Corporateville, right? Whereas Chicago is much more corporate, much more of a business town. They have money uh-huh. to spend Makes
0: sense. Makes sense. on these
2: things. Um, so I, I do get a lot of um, I get a lot of logo clients in LA, and I get um, some web clients. But the the good news is, like the web clients I do get are a little bigger, so I don't have to have like as many. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of more, they're just big projects. So I kind of can have one of those big projects going at a time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is great. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I get a lot of logo clients
0: Um, in LA. do you have a lot of -of out-of-towners?
2: Yeah. And a few
1: out-of-country too, which is kind Mm. of unique. Good for
0: you. A whole
1: other other avenue. I miss that. I I like that because you're right. It's like I was saying earlier, that time zone thing could be a benefit where. Yeah. You're working hard and throwing something at them, and, and you know when you're going to get a reply back or there's yep. that they're sleeping, you're awake yes. kind of thing, which is kind of cool. I have time.
0: I'm going to send it now. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So I have a few yeah, in, the, in, like in in like Europe, in Israel, um, yeah. Oh wow! Australia, which is kind of cool. But lo- as far as domestically, I'd say most of them are – God, it's funny. A lot of them are, uh, I'd say, West Coast, so anywhere, San Francisco, Seattle, L.A., okay. And then okay. Chicago, New York, and you name it. So,
0: okay. so
2: you're stealing my Chicago clients, I'm Nick? sorry, man. I figured Damn out that you. SEO thing. <laughs> you're the oh, one who's reading me. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, we have time for like probably one more question if anyone wants to throw one out there. Otherwise, we're just going to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what do we got?
0: Yeah. We're just going to vamp here.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where do, what are you guys doing for Halloween? Anything good?
0: Wow. It's all about the two year old now.
2: We oh. have a question. We have a question. Oh, good. Eric stepped yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Come on, That's Eric. So
0: that means, that means you right. give a shit about what I'm doing Halloween.
2: Well, I was just vamping. I was just asking to be polite.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So Eric says, how important do you think it is to have a specialty as a designer? Uh, I think it's important to have some kind of specialty, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, an industry that, you know, inside and out, or if it's a, uh, a particular service you provide. I think one of the weakest things you could probably do is just do everything for everybody all the time. Yeah. I think it. I mean, not to say you can't do that. And I think for some people, um, it's preferable because you 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 would get burnt out otherwise. Yeah. But in order to be like super hireable, I would say the more like narrow that niche can be, the better because now you're like the mm-hmm. the the gold standard person for that niche, you know? So if you do like one specific thing for one specific industry and that's all you do all day long, you're going to be so sought after in that industry. It's not even funny, but, um, and not to say if you're super talented and can do everything and you have the, uh, the way of getting business out of that. Great. But the, the truth is it's much easier to market yourself when you have a niche because you know you can figure out who these people are and you can go where they are you can go to their trade shows you can go to their um, networking events you can go to their linkedin groups versus if you're if you just work for every kind of industry and do everything Yeah. yeah where do you go where do you start you know yeah it's it's a hard
1: thing i think um
0: it is hard You've this intimidates to, me a lot.
1: It does, and and I got to tell you in the last 4 months or so, I really have tried to specialize, and it's been a hard thing, man. I I luckily other stuff has come in to kind of keep the the machine rolling and I'm very grateful for that. But mm-hmm. trying to pinpoint into one specific area, I changed I deliberately changed all my messaging, all my social media. All my LinkedIn, everything to one area, and I think there's a there's a bit of a um a grace period there to it doesn't it's not going to happen overnight. I guess is the is the answer, and I agree that it's a smart thing to do, but have the capability to do in the background to do anything that comes your way mm-hmm. while you're waiting for this transition to happen. I think you can talk to two or three of the top people in whatever area they talk about in design, let's say the the top hand letterer or the top uh, packaging person or the top logo designers, um, in a certain area, it didn't happen overnight. You know, uh, I think they saw an opportunity and they went after it, but there is that, um, that, that area where it's going to take a little time to grab. So just be ready for anything because it's been a hard, it's been a really tough, it's a game. I don't want to even say it's a gamble um, I'm not even there yet. Um, it's been frustrating and it's been tough because it's been a lot of like, you know, like, Oh shit, what's going on. Is this really happening? Am I getting the right
0: working or yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and so, um, it's a good topic. I, I, I think we all are talking about this a lot because we want to be more specialized in what we're in what we offer, but you can't just do it quickly overnight. You mentioned case studies earlier. That is by far the biggest thing. I think having case studies that um, support what you're trying to zero in and target on. So um, it's interesting. I'm talking to a guy next week. He's coming in my class. He's one of the top hand letters out there. So I'm going to ask him that specifically about how how he knew that was going to
0: be
2: his niche, you know? So we'll see. And Felipe says, and I think uh, we won't do better than this, you don't find your niche, your niche finds you. Oh, that's well, very true. So wise. Yeah. So <laughs> oh my gosh, it's
0: like your grandparents talking to you. Um, I struggle with the niche thing so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. I struggle with it for years. Remember, yeah. I was doing the healthcare for, yeah. for so long. And your sister helped me with that and everything. And then it went to... I I mean, I I mentioned when Nick said, I have a number out of country because um, I miss having like Mexico City. I was doing Grupo Modelo. I did Negro Modelo packaging and their brand guidelines for years. Yeah, And Mm -hmm. then, you know, they don't have to print those brand guideline manuals anymore. They're going digital. It's
1: all digital. It's all digital.
0: And of course that's going to happen for that type of account. But I loved being able, I loved being able to, to represent that but and you know and it's beer and i drink beer i love beer
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's not to love so that just Come felt on. so good like yeah. we,
0: we would have tacos and we wouldn't buy <laughs> like, coronas are you kidding we would buy you Nicaragua. Buy, yeah
1: it's the best <laughs> and then
0: the second was like no don't buy it like comp- competition it's funny how you become a little bit lo- you yeah. become loyal
2: yeah your niche mm-hmm. should be beer mikhail Beer and, and medical care.
0: Or
2: just, oh, my God. <laughs> How do you blend those beer. two? Oh I think beer, beer really is the best medicine when you get yes. right down to it, right? So, All right, guys. Depending
0: on the night. That's so yeah. funny.
2: Well, I think that's kind of all we got here, guys. So thank you all for joining us. It's been Thank a, you. It's yes. been a hoot, as they say. Yeah, um, I love this. Yeah. We're we'll do another one uh, at 1.30. Episode 130, so. 130.
1: Oh, I thought you meant 130 Yo, tonight. No, no, no. I was, I was already. going to a little late for it. that, yeah. Take it yeah. Second,
0: yeah.
2: Second show <laughs> coming right
0: up. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> but right, thanks, so. everybody. So I really, that's so great that you guys chime in and help us out with this. Yeah, song.
0: thank you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We just, need, a,
0: we just need some of them to have a little bit more co- courageous balls and send the questions, <laughs> questions during the live show. Exactly.
2: Yeah, we need uh, – so anyone who's listening to this later and you weren't here, come on. Get here for the next one. We'll, we'll give yeah, you plenty of time. You'll know.
0: And if you had intended to, but you were unable to make it, send follow up and send the question through um, Wes's website so that we can answer it at some point.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. So, again, that, uh, send in your listener questions to questions at thedeepanddesign.com. And, you know, we love our audio questions. So record your, your own voice. Oh, yeah. And hopefully you have a sexy accent. We love yeah, that. Come on. Yeah, even better. Um, and if
0: you're not and if you overseas, don't, make up an accent.
2: Make up an accent. <laughs> but don't be offensive. Do a nuanced performance of an accent. So we believe you. That's don't be perfect. like, yeah. I don't want any like horrible, rowdy Italian accents. Like <laughs> That's the spicy meat the ball. Uh, none of that. <laughs> What's the matter you? <laughs> What's the matter you? Keep it respectful. Come on. And, uh, where can people find you? Hooligans online, Mikkel?
0: Um, I can be found at Ncame Design on Facebook Ncame Design Co on Instagram and EncamDesignCo.com
1: Sweet. Nicholas? Man, you're so buttoned up. I love you're it. You're on it. You're on it. Longodesigns.com and Logo Designs on Instagram and next week Adobe Max. Be there or be square.
0: Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to learn more about that. I'm I'm going to try
1: to – I'm going to bring that recorder and hopefully maybe
2: even kind of talk around and meet some people. There you go.
0: FaceTime us.
2: Oh, that would be great. It It would be fantastic if you – it would be great if you could make an episode out of that, Nick. I so will then try. we can just come and we can just show up and uh, exactly. you do the heavy lifting for us. I'm going to give you guys the week off. How's that? All right. Oh, nice. Wes is,
0: Wes is getting, growing a little tired from ho- being the big bad ho. <laughs> no, not at all. He's tired, for, he's tired from all that swimming. Get it? Oh, uh, yeah.
2: And for me, held a gunpoint, apparently. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. that's where I was, it should have been. I was trying to work the gun into it somehow. You like the. do that on whole Halloween other, night. I can't. You. It, I live in Chicago. You cannot have like...
0: Guns, whether they're fake,
2: I guarantee you, I'll be like, Yeah, that's like the mecca. Yeah, I think even if it were like, Can
0: you have blood on your face?
2: (laughs) I maybe I should just do a bullet hole.
1: You should just be a clown with blood. I'll
0: be, I'll
2: be, if Ryan Lochte actually got held up at gunpoint, maybe that's the new costume.
0: <laughs> this is so too wrong soon? and fantastic at the same time. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, not. it's not. it's not. But too too go
2: soon. USA, go USA. Yeah. All right. But
0: you know what? We're going to be seeing a lot of Hillary and Trump. It's going to be annoying. It's going. Yeah. We're going to see a lot
2: of. There's going to be a lot of Hillary drag queens out in Boys Town in Chicago. Well, I, mean, I'm yeah. queens,
0: I think that's exciting if they're drag yeah. queens.
2: But uh, drag queens are always exciting.
0: Well, yeah, it's a highlight. It's a highlight of Halloween. If you're hetero and you're female, don't be Hillary Clinton, please.
2: No, no, no one will. I don't think well, anyone will. Nothing will think... beat the barrage of Sarah Palin's we got oh, in 2008. Those were the that, best. Was oh, true. that was fantastic. That was the best. I think we had a lot of great Sarah Palin drag queens in, in I admit, 2008.
0: I admit, you guys, I only <laughs> tuned into Fox News after the most recent presidential debate to hear what mm-hmm. she Palin had to say. I only wanted to listen to her.
2: I'm sure I wanted to was, see her uh,
0: herself and be entertained. Was she, was even now.
2: we're not yes. getting political.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, she was. He was interviewed. Oh, it was.
1: I,
2: on. I gotta watch yeah. that. So you guys she gotta did. listen to the whole show, and this is where you get all the the crazy political me. rants. Well, oh,
0: you guys have to listen to this. This is the, this
2: is the juice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all. A special thanks for everybody that was here with us tonight. That was Thank great. You. um thanks for all of your great questions taking the time yeah it means a lot and uh if you're listening later be sure to make it to the next one and with that in mind keep designing catch us next time on the deeply graphic design cast bye-bye